Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we, Jillian and Morgan, review a romance book, drink something yummy, laugh our asses off, and rant about what we loved, what we didn't, and of course, talk about hot, smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We would like to note that this is an explicit podcast where we may talk about many taboo topics that include explicit sex scenes, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Hi, Morgan. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. You? Good. Good. You know, the end of March. Yep. Spring hopefully will be coming soon. I mean, it is supposed to be in like the mid-50s this week. Yeah, it was mid-50s one day last week, and we still have like five inches of fucking snow. I know. So Mother, Mother yeah. Nature's on fucking drugs. Yeah, she's got something weird and twisted <laughs> in Michigan this year. Yeah. It's just, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. Same. I'm done. Hey. Um, buzzing about what did you read for pleasure? Oh, I did not read for pleasure. Busy because week. um our episode today, I had to read three books and I did not have time for that. But <laughs> three books that were worth it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you buzzing about? Okay. I have a new YouTube sensation. Ooh, like okay. I'm obsessed with this. Okay. But apparently it's been out for a long time. I just somehow caught on to it. Oh, okay. And then I found out that there's controversy surrounding it. So like I was all in. Oh. Like for days I've been researching this shit. Here's the deal. Okay. It is underwater recovery divers. Okay. And this one particular like YouTube channel was called Adventures with Purpose. And it was these group of guys. And they would go to like um, where the situation, it's a missing person. And where the situation is that this person and their vehicle disappeared. And in that particular instance, the idea is you're either in the woods or you're underwater. So these are underwater volunteers with dive experience and all the equipment. And they go out and they sonar all these lakes and and Uh man-made like smaller ones, all these type of things. And they find cars and they dive on the cars and they pull the license plate and they get the description of the car, like underneath all the mud and the Mm -hmm. silt and all this kind of stuff. And then they're responsible for that. They bring up the cars Mm -hmm. and sometimes the the people are in the cars and then they identify them and they bring the families down. Like it's a whole volunteer thing. And I was like, Oh my God, this is an amazing thing to give these families closure. Yeah. So I'm watching videos. I'm digging around. I'm seeing what's happening. And I'm like, oh my God, there's like 10 people that they've, uh, you know, recovered and brought home. And again, best people in the world. I'm looking up their Patreon. (laughs) How am I going to donate to this cause? And then I get onto the newer videos and the newer videos are the guy who runs it is currently awaiting trial for raping his (sighs) nine-year-old cousin when he was like 17 in fucking Utah. Yes. So I'm all like, oh my God, these are yeah. the best people in the world. And then I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, really? Really? Yeah, maybe you want to like watch it. And now I don't. I know. Well, let me do this. So there's tons of these different channels okay. with tons of different yeah. divers. So I think you just have to look up like rescue divers okay. or recovery divers, and you're going to find a lot of really great people. It's just, you know, one yeah. bad apple yeah. spoils the barrel. But I really enjoyed. Huh. Uh, what I was seeing and thought it was a really great cause. So I'm hoping that the faith is restored in this yeah. particular 
area. Okay. Uh, and, and it continues on with the other channels, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's some very yeah. interesting stories. You um, tend to meet the family and you get invested. You start like watching like one thing, it like spirals into like an obsession. Yeah. I had something like that a couple of weeks ago and it was nothing as awesome as yours. It was... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound absolutely fucking ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it's like carpet cleaning. Have you seen where like, there's tons of companies, but they like mm-hmm. go out and they get like the dirtiest rugs possible, like from the dump or things that are like left on the side of the road mm-hmm. and they bring it in and they lay it out. And then you get, so you get like a before picture and then the video is just them like deep cleaning all of this (laughs) dirty ass like nasty rugs yeah and then at the very end it looks like a brand new fucking rug and they do like a side by side and it is the most satisfying I think that's what it is it's so satisfying yes I got into like a a professional deep rug cleaning hole for like an hour and a half Mm -hmm. I looked up and I was like what has my life become yes you know yeah and you just find this random fucking shit on right. your for, for you page, so to speak. And you just yeah. start scrolling or watching Those YouTube and you, you lose it. You Those... you just get lost. I can't. I know. You go down the hole. Yep. Ugh. Anywho. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we got going on this week. We're doing something a little bit different. We are. We are going to call this our featured author episode. Mm-hmm. We are going to feature three different authors that we, the Smut Hive, yeah. has had communication with yeah. um, over the course, I would say, last six to eight months yeah. or, you know, whatever. So um, we have um, received the books. Mm -hmm. So these are authors that we've communicated with and they've been like, listen, let me send you your book. And then Mm -hmm. you guys want to read it. So, um, we do a lot of books on this podcast. Yeah. Um, and so for this episode, we're actually going to feature the three books Mm -hmm. that we got from these authors. Well, we can just, I'll just lay out, um, the books and authors, and then we're going to tell you a little bit about the authors. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, a synopsis of the book and what we thought about it. Um, so I'm just going to, there's three, so we're going to get moving on this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with um, Forged. Uh, it is a book by Becky Banks. Up front, love the cover. Yes, I'm holding the book right now. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen these yet, so I'm holding it up right now. And I like the book. I like the cover sexy black and white um it just I don't know it gives you like a specific vibe and that vibe does go into the book Mm -hmm. um so tell me about Becky what did you find out about Becky um of course anything that you want to find out about Becky you can find out from Mm beckybanksbooks.com um there's also links to her Twitter and her Instagram Um, I looked up that she's basically, um, she's out of Portland, Oregon. Um, and I found three different, um, series. I think Forged is a standalone. I'm not quite sure. I think it was the only one that was in that section on her website, but I think she has like a Scottish Highland type Mm -hmm. series. Um, and then this one, and then with this one particular though, Forged, it actually came out back in 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is a Kindle unlimited book. So you can find all of her um, links to all of her social media stuff through BeckyBanksBooks.com. Um, How do you feel about the book? I liked the book. Yeah. Um, so 
how I felt. It's like, um, it's like a best friend while young fell in love and then shit hit the fan. They became estranged, estranged on her end, enemy vibe on his. Uh, and then they kind of get put back together by like a chance meeting and they're both very broken in different ways. Um, his is more anger based. Uh, hers is kind of like, I want to fix this. What do I need to do? And he's a real asshole, which we know that we like. Mm. Um, and he wants nothing to do with her. So that's like, just like the set setting stone of the book. Mm -hmm. Um, so the main character, his name is Nate. Uh, he does come from a very terrible, broken childhood. Uh, like his father murdered his mother and like he walked in on it. It's just like a brutal beginning. Um, and she was like his best friend that he like confided in and, um, but she wanted more out of life than being in like this small town and so she decided to like spread her wings and like move across the country and take like a dream job. And he was an editor for it because mm. he um, obviously wanted her to stay. He was like in love with her and thought they'd be together forever. And she was like, like, I love you, but I need to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. um, so I did like her. Um, her name is Eva. I liked her initially because I felt like any woman that like puts herself first mm -hmm. is like immediately top of my list like great job for you um she comes back though because her dad gets sick um but she's very emotionally detached which made her a bit cold and for me like I don't know I you come back you run into this guy that was the love of your life um and they just bickered a lot at first, but it wasn't like a slow burn. It was just like, they hated each other. Mm -hmm. So like, as a reader, I'm thinking to myself, okay, how is this going to work? Because at first you're like, they don't even like each other. There's not like one, like one more than the other. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of back and forth. Um, but the plot line essentially is Nate's dad gets out of prison like early release and he's like a terrible terrible human obviously mm -hmm. um and like he wants to destroy their lives so like that's kind of the plot line that's like the monkey wrench yeah um there aren't really any like monkey wrench like um relationship side characters in this book no exes um not no um there's like eva's dad is in it um because he's the one that's sick but he kind of became like a father figure for Nate. Okay. Um, after his dad like went to prison. Um, and so it's kind of, it was kind of interesting cause he had a really good relationship with her father, but not with her. And uh -huh. the dad was like, can you guys like get your fucking shit together? Right. Like this, I'm, I'm over this. Mm -hmm. Um, and they all have like, obviously they have, there's a best friend and there's associates. And so there was a very good group of like different characters. Uh, there was no major character building outside of Nate, Eva, and then like the dad. Mm -hmm. um, but when they finally did 
get back together. Uh, it was steamy. Yeah. Yeah, it was steamy. Uh, not a ton of steam. Uh, but it did pique my interest. Okay. So, um, and I did like the plot line. It was very believable, very realistic. Uh, there was nothing really in the book that I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Okay. Like, I don't feel like that would happen in real life. Uh, so it did. Um, I feel like if there would have been a book too, I'd read it. So, I mean, so it, it obviously didn't end on a cliffhanger. No. It's kind of a standalone, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Do they get a happily ever after? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So I liked it. There you it was go. a good read. Um, oh, God. I was going to say something, and now I don't remember what it was. That's what happens. I know. I know. I have a lot of information in my brain today. I bet you do, because let me be clear. Morgan actually read all three of these, yeah. and I did not just yeah. because of some time constraints. Yeah. Um, so thank you for doing that. Uh-huh. Yeah. My, my husband was like, so what are you doing today? I was like, reading. Don't speak to me. I'll be in the room, in my room all day. Like all day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to move on. We have our second author, Vivian May. And what we got from her was Lawsuit in Leather. Mm -hmm. This is the Mind to Keep series, book one. Um, there is going to be a book two. Mm -hmm. um, actually, it already came out. I think, yeah. I think it was the 23rd or if I have my dates right, it was the 23rd of this month. Um, these books are not Kindle Unlimited, but it does look like, you know, it is going to be a series. Um, there is VivianMay.com. You can find all of her information there as well as links to her Insta and Facebook um, and other social media stuff that she has out there. And she does have a really good TikTok account. I do like her TikTok we, account. Um, communicated with her. Yeah. Yeah. I think she is out of Phoenix, Arizona. Tell me about Lawsuit and Leather. All right. So um, Lawsuit and Leather, the the wording is uh, based on the men in the book. So Lawsuit uh, is Parker and Leather goes towards a man named Alex Rivers. So the book opens with Parker and Gemma. They are best, best friends. They do everything together. And she decides to tell him that she's in love with him. And he's like, oh, like, I love you too, but like a sister. Oh. And then it, so like, she's crushed. Right. So then it like skips forward, like um, maybe six years. So far, you know, they're like established in their careers and, um, but they're still like best friends. Okay. Now, from my particular standpoint, if I told my best friend that like I was in love with him sexually mm -hmm. um, and he didn't feel the same way, not to say we wouldn't still be friends, but I'm not entirely sure I would continue moving on in life as him being like my BFF, my one, my only, the person I do everything with. Right. I feel like that would be sort of awkward. It would be really awkward. Right. Um, but, you know, they continue, like, their friendship. They do everything together. They live together because she got fired from a job. She's, like, a fashion stylist. Um, and because she got fired, she had no place to live, so she moves in with Parker. Okay. Okay. Um, she... 
ends up meeting a man named Alex Rivers. He's like a bad boy celebrity um, that gets into like a lot of trouble. And he's looking for a stylist. And he kind of like saves her from like a really awkward situation and then basically offers her a job. So she's like, yeah, because she needs a job and money. So he's like... The thing about this particular character is I could never get a grasp on, like, who he was. The Alex character? Yeah. Okay. Like, bad boy, yes. Uh, awkward and weird, yes. But also emotional when he needs to be. There's just like, a lot of, like, different personalities with him that I I couldn't grasp onto one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like... You think one thing about him, and then he doesn't do what you thought, and he does something else, and they're like, oh, okay, that's who this is. And then he does something else, and you're like, who are you, Alex Rivers? <laughs> um, but essentially, Gemma starts um, falling for him. Okay. Like, there's something about him that she's, like, she likes. He uh, gets her to, like, take chances and do things that she wouldn't normally do, but they're not necessarily, like, legal activities, uh, but Parker, her best friend for life, is a lawyer, mm. whom also the plot line is that his uh, firm is suing Alex. So he knows a lot of details about Alex, but he cannot say what they are to Gemma because of the lawyer. Because of the lawsuit. Lawsuit, yes. Okay. So... um. Here's the thing for me in this particular book. Parker and Gemma, they love each other. Parker loves Gemma. Like, wants to fuck Gemma, loves Gemma, right? So now he's he does have feelings for her. Mm-hmm. And she still has feelings for him. But they don't communicate any of that information. And I feel like if you're really best friends with somebody, you should be able to say, hey, shit's changed. We're adults. We're established in our careers. Like, let's try this out. Mm-hmm. But like, neither of them do that. So I just feel like grow up. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, part the monkey wrench is Parker gets a girlfriend. Of course, Gemma hates her and the girlfriend hates Gemma mm-hmm. as one would. Should. Yeah. Um, but it's very like Gemma's pushing Parker to like be her name is Camilla is the girlfriend Mm -hmm. is like pushing him to be with her. Okay. And you can tell he doesn't really want to, and he's just doing it because Gemma wants him to, but he's not like saying like, I don't want to be with her. I want to be with you. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of felt like there was a lot of missed opportunity for Parker and Gemma in this book. Now I don't know what the second book is about. It's entirely possible. The second book is about them, but I just felt like if you're, if you love somebody, regardless if it's sexually, um, you should be able to be honest with them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Not a ton of sex in this book. Well, who does she have sex with first though? Um, she does sexual things with Alex. Her and Parker do not do anything sexual in the book. Oh, okay. Um, it's just very like a slow sexual burn, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, and the sexual scenes with Gemma and Alex are not toward, not till the end. Okay. So the plot line's good. Mm -hmm. I did like the plot line a lot. Um, but 
you know, you it sets you up to root for Parker and Gemma. That's how I felt. Like I wanted to root for them because mm-hmm. as a reader, you're getting both points of view, but they never like come together. Like literally the end of it, Parker's like, okay, I'm going to tell her. And then the book ends. Ah. So it does make you want to read the second one because you, you are rooting for them. Mm-hmm. So very smart on the author's um, uh, just very yeah. smart because yeah. it, it does leave a cliffhanger that like you really want to know what happens because you are rooting for them literally through the entire book. Okay. So, um, I like the cover. It is. Yeah. But who would you think this is more? Is this more Alex? Alex? Okay. That's Parker's like the, you know, suit. That's what I was lawyer. thinking too, but you could still have tattoos. Yeah. But this yeah. guy is in the That's jacket, definitely so. Alex for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's a great cover. It really is. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, then there's book two. Book two. Okay. Um, so we're going to take a short break and then we will get into the third book. Okay. We're back. Book three. Book three. We have Partner Track by Cat Wynn. Um, oh, Kat Wynn, this is how we actually found her. Uh-huh. She is part of a uh, romance book world podcast called Tall, Dark, and Fictional. Yeah. And um, they're more about the author process mm-hmm. and they bring a lot of authors on and they share a lot of knowledge um, about the industry and a kind of like their writing process, but they're really super funny mm-hmm. um, and I get a kick out of them. So yeah. I'm a fan of that podcast for sure. Um, and just like the others, you can find them on their personal websites, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think the Instagram page has a link tree, like it's all, you know, set up there mm-hmm. for you. So, but here's, I have not actually seen the book yet. So here's the book. Here's what I'll say. And I've said it before. Cartoon covers, not my favorite. It's cute. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It's got a little dog on it and the chick is a professional and, you know, it's really cute, mm-hmm. but I'm not a cutesy cover. I am the cut your head off oh, yeah, of the top the naked body. with yeah. just your naked body or like an open shirt. Yeah. Like that's kind of my yeah. thing. Tattoos have to be showing, mm-hmm. but, um, but you actually read the book. I did. And let me tell you that cover is deceiving. Yeah. It's deceiving. And I'm curious, um, the reason, uh, cause, and it's not just cat, it's other authors do this too. Mm-hmm. Um, where, and I don't know if it brings me back to like, I want to read a dirty book in public and I don't want people to know that I am reading it. Yeah. Which normally I'm reading on a Kindle. So you can't see the book cover anyway, but if I were to like walk past somebody, on the street, sitting on a bench, do people still do that reading? And I saw that book cover. I would never be like, oh, she's reading a sex scene, a hot, sexy, steamy sex scene in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious if like that's the the vibe, the, the motivation for doing that, or mm-hmm. if they just simply like the cartoon cover. Uh, I saw the cartoon cover. Um, I went into the book thinking that that's the vibe I was going to get, and it is not the vibe. <laughs> The vibe is hot and sexy and steamy and I'm really into it. So like I kind of like the different. Yeah. Like kind of like a naughty surprise. Like a like a naughty surprise. Um so to get into the book, Mm -hmm. um, it's about so the the main girl character's name is Purdy. Never heard this name before. Mm -mm. Is that weird that I've never heard that name before? Mm. Um for me, I was like 
she's going to be boring. Is that weird that I thought that from a name? Nah. She's not boring. You're judgmental, um, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's not boring, but she's a runner. Okay. She runs from, like, any type of emotional entanglement. Um, she's a lawyer. Okay. Uh, you also meet Carter, who is also a lawyer. Uh, they're on different sides of a case. Um, that's how it opens. Okay. They're, um, she's trying to get money from a company that did her client wrong. And Carter is the lawyer for the bad company. Mm. Uh, she eats him alive, (laughs) which is great. Like, I love that because he's not expecting it. Uh Um, and she's like, oh, okay, here we go. (laughs) Um, there is a slight age gap, not anything excessive, but Purdy's actually older. She's 38. Um, and this is kind of, uh, where I stumbled a bit on the storyline. Um, cause you'd think at the age of 38, like, you know what you want in life. You've gone, you know, you've like emotionally and mentally like figured your shit out kind of from like past relationships and like, you know what you want. Uh, but she is, doesn't <laughs> like, she needs a therapist and, awesome. uh, she doesn't have it figured out, okay. which also is kind of refreshing. I yeah. don't know. I think it's because like I'm 38 and I feel like I have my shit figured out most of the time, mm-hmm. but it was easy for me to put myself in her shoes. Um, just because I mean, when you're reading a story about a 25 year old girl, yeah, you're like, please, yeah. I was nowhere <laughs> near that at age of 25. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so they get stranded after this case, after she wins this case, mm-hmm. um, they get stranded in like North Dakota and there's like one hotel room with one bed. You get the gist. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, essentially start like this sexual like affair. Okay. She doesn't want anyone to know because she knows that if someone finds out that, it'll ruin her career because everyone thinks a woman gets to the top by being on top Mm -hmm. sexually in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, listen, these sex scenes are, (laughs) I was like, God damn. Uh, they have like an obsession with walls. Okay. I love wall sex. Which I'm into. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So great sexual chemistry, great push and pull. The only downside is at some, at one point Carter is like, okay, like I'm done playing games. Like I want to be like in a relationship with you. And she's like, no. Okay. Maybe yes. No. Maybe Yes. No, like, bitch, <laughs> listen, he's fucking great in the sack. He's hot. He makes a lot of money. What are you doing? Yeah, what's wrong? What's happening? Here? What's wrong with him? Right. Is there anything wrong? No, with him? no, no. I mean, no, like, there's not a single thing wrong with him. And he even goes so far as to quit his job with like the evil company people. Okay. And goes to hers. As a partner, so like he can help her, 
like have her back and like help her grow in this partner or in this law firm because these old folks men that are running it aren't giving her like her due right uh because she won that huge case and they were just like oh great job girly you know um so he does he goes so far as to like do that so like he can help her out i mean obviously he did it for his own reasons too but sure and she was like mad about it and like didn't talk to him and you know she's just very wishy-washy you know how i feel about wishy-washy yeah um and for most of the book she was wishy-washy but he's the one that has said yes like this isn't just about sex let's do right. this thing and that's different yes. too and she every time she's like yeah okay they have sex and then she's like actually no like i'm good um <laughs> she does have a best friend lucio who's really fucking funny they have a dog named Bananas. <laughs> I see the dog on the cover. Um, love it. Their <laughs> friendship is so funny. Um, but Lucille's like, girl, what's happening? Why are you doing this? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Um, eventually, obviously, they get together. But it's... He says, let's do this. She says no. He's like, then get the fuck out. Like, I'm done with you. Like, oh. we're not doing this anymore. Don't call me. Um, and she thinks he's like, okay, but he still misses me. Right. <laughs> so we're like, it jumps to months ahead. She's seen a therapist. Obviously she needs help. Okay. Um, and she sees a picture of him and it looks like he's like moved on with somebody else. Mm. And she like goes into this fucking tailspin and she like shows up to his house and this woman answers the door in her robe and she's like, who are you? But also where's Carter? So Carter comes to the door and he's like, why are you here? And she's like, I need to talk to you. He's like, grabs her phone, sets a 60 second timer. And he's like, you have 60 seconds, go. <gasps> I was like, God damn. Wow. He is not playing around. Wow. I respected him for that. Yeah. I did. It's two in the morning, first yeah. of all. Yeah. Um, so she like lays it on the line and he's like, Okay, like your 60 seconds are up, you should leave. And she's like, What but wait, you know? And then of course it's not what you think it is, and it ends up being a sister-in-law who's like staying at his house and she was at the event but not with him, and you know. Mm. Um, but he's like essentially, I need to do I I quit the law firm. I'm going to be working for like the, com uh, like a community lawyer service. Like I'm not making a lot of money anymore. I'm going to go fucking climb this mountain. Somebody gone for a month. I think we should talk when I get back. Like, I'm not going to make any promises right now, but when I get back, let's talk. So like the month goes by another month, like forward. Mm -hmm. And he like shows up and doesn't even say basically a word to her. He just grabs her arm and is like, we're going upstairs to fuck. So like, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. I like that. Um, yeah, I liked this book. I the plot line, I didn't touch on it a whole lot, but there is a plot line and it is good. It's very lawyer, you know, mm -hmm. case lawsuit-ish. Mm -hmm. Um I really liked Carter in this book. Yeah. He wasn't he was never really an asshole until he had to be an asshole. Um, and he only did it to like get a response out of her, I felt like. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't love her 
I feel like I liked her at first. And then I was just annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, get your life together. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know. That's the point, I think. That is the point. Yeah. You know. That she did not have her shit together. She did not have her shit together. So, um, and I towards the end of the book, like, after she was, like, getting help and, like, figuring her shit out and, like, what she wanted to do. She, like, ended up opening her own law firm. You start respecting her a little bit more. Yeah. She's putting in the work. Uh. So it was very, um, it was very real life. Like I was, it was very realistic. Um, I liked it. I really did like it. So I, um, I, oh man, those fucking sex scenes. I feel like I want to get another (laughs) book of hers just to fucking read the sex scenes because they were on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think her, um, what I heard, her book that came out after partner Uh track with some, it's called like Hotel Games. Oh, that's worth looking into. Oh yeah, yeah. She actually messaged, messaged us Hotel Games and like holiday, mm. uh, holiday games, holiday games. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it was hot. I liked it. Awesome. Yeah. So yes, the cover was very deceiving. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I also liked that he didn't call her purdy in like the midst of like a sexual thrust. Yeah, like, it's, it's not a like, name. Like, like bad girl or like good girl. And I'm like, okay, thank God. Yeah, because Purdy is not it. She, I mean, it's like a cute like girl next door name, but I didn't feel like it fit her very well. Definitely doesn't fit in the throw of passion. Mm-mm. You know, no. Is he a dirty talker? Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Wow, that's three books down, girl. I know. You read all three. You took it for the team. My brain's gonna explode. <laughs> I bet it is. But. <laughs> I'm thankful that, like, I liked and enjoyed reading all three books because mm-hmm. I can't imagine, like, having to go into that and being like, oh, my God, I cannot get through this. Yeah. Um, but they were all good books. So I am thankful for that. And thank you again to those authors for sending us the books. Very much appreciated. Yeah. It was very interesting to read a physical book. Yes. I'm usually on my Kindle. And it was weird because I couldn't read at night. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I read at night, but the light was on. And my husband's like, are we going to bed? Or I'm like, you're going to have to fall asleep with the light on tonight because I'm busy. Yep. Um, But it, it, I don't know. It felt like some kind of, that's why I said, do people still read fucking on benches and shit? Like, is that a thing? I mean, I don't know. I don't read on a bench. And if I do, I have my Kindle. No. The only time that I actually have a physical book is like when we go to the beach. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want yeah. sand in my Kindle. But, like, when I pull up to, like, the resort by the pool, yeah. I still have my Kindle. Yeah. But I have some yeah paper books. <laughs> but, like, it took me back, you know, like, reading, mm-hmm. like, physical books. And, like, it was funny. I started uh, – I, I was a little – I feel like a little manic at this point. But I'm, like, reading – I was, like, laying on my side, you know, like, mm-hmm. reading it. And I – don't know what my brain did, but I literally swiped on the page of the book. <laughs> like I'm swiping my Kindle and I literally stopped and I set my book down and I just started laughing at myself. My husband was like, are you good? I'm like, well, I just swiped my book. And he's like, swiped it, like swiping your Kindle. And I said, yes. <laughs> he's like, maybe you need to take just like a small, like break, just a little break. So I did break, but uh, that was my breaking point is Mm -hmm. when I did that. So, um, but yeah, I liked all the books. Yeah. Well, because you read so many, Mm -hmm. 
Um, we're actually going to do for our next uh, next week's episode, we're actually going to do kind of a, a two-parter because it's four books in this series and yeah. I didn't want you to really flip yeah. out after just having to read these three this week. So yeah. um, we're, we're going to do Jody Ellen Malpas, who yes. we love and adore. We're going to do her Unlawful Men series. Mm-hmm. So there's four books uh, in the series. Next week, we're going to do the first two books, which is The Brit and The Enigma. Mm-hmm. And these books just went into the Kindle Unlimited library. Thank you, Jody. Yes. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you guys have a little bit of time to check that out. Um, so yeah, with that, I hope you have a great week. Yeah. Bye guys. Hey, Smut Hive listeners, just a quick reminder, don't forget to go onto our TikTok and Instagram page, like, follow, do all the fun things. We also have a link in our Instagram bio that takes you to Spotify and Apple. Leave us a review.